grower, so we in procurement. Hey, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Miss, miss, entrepreneur. Miss, miss, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon, everyone. This works miracles when logging in on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and, and gives his co-host a heart attack. <laughs> Our guests are already here. Beautiful. Over, looking beautiful. Great way to celebrate uh, what I'm talking about. Business women. And so we're going to have a great show today. And um, it's uh, oh, man. My week has been good. You know, you know, I'm doing those SBA navigator uh, classes and I'm loving them. Your certifications also. So it was oh. amazing. So it's amazing. I was just reading one of the compliments I was getting from one of my bells. So and thank you. So don't go anywhere, Michelle, because we, okay. you know, we do her interview. We want to have a conversation with the both of you because both yes. of you are women in business and we're celebrating women. Um, and, and, you know, there's a statistic that I read uh, recently that even during the pandemic, the women, the women were the survivors of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. yes. and, and and the growth of women entrepreneurs grew tremendously yeah. during, during the pandemic. To be exact, it grew 49%. 49% of new businesses were women-owned businesses during the pandemic. So Yeah, it was. So now our new guest, our guest, uh, Ms. <clears throat> Selena Thomas. She's an 11-year resident of Santa Clarita. She is a busy mom of three amazing daughters, and she is the CEO and founder of Six Degrees of HR Consulting and the host of a podcast as well called SCV Signal and a recent candidate for the Santa Clarita City Council. Uh, we welcome you, Ms. Selena. And uh, mm -hmm. talk about another business that really focuses on customer service and laws <laughs> and support of businesses. And Absolutely. I think there's a big need for um, there's a big need for outside HR consultants because when you work in a corporate world, uh, over the years, the HR department is not necessarily there for the employee. It's no, it's there for the man. So welcome to the business zone, Selena. We are Hi, so everybody. happy to have you. <laughs> thank you. So much to unpack. And I just have to start by saying thank you for having me on. I was so excited. I'd spoken to Gilbert about a month ago about this opportunity. And so the timing is aligned. But to Michelle, you are so inspiring. I want you to touch on me. <laughs> you that you like to touch on people and give them that energy and that spirit to believe in themselves. It's so important yes. to see that. And I, I, I love to um, see stories of people with that type of legacy because we aspire, I'm eight years in the business, past that, that, that little teeter part where things might not go well. And certainly my industry, human resources, um, really accelerated during COVID because of the compliance factor. There wasn't a day that you didn't see a headline about what employers have to do now, right? And Six Degrees answered the call to many of those mandates regarding masks, at one point vaccinations in the workplace, there was a, a lot of positioning done way before COVID that thankfully I had built uh, a great foundation here in Santa Clarita um, on how to serve small businesses. But then I became a part of the um, recovery. And of course, we're going to be in that recovery mode, at least 
five to six years. That's a prediction that's that's conservative, um, given that we're not done yet, right? So um, six degrees has evolved and I named it specifically, which I loved your point about being mindful and specific about branding. Because when I started six degrees, I was I started out of a Starbucks right here in Santa Clarita. But I thought globally, even at that point, that it was going to be way beyond um, Selena Thomas and that I needed to think very big. And um, early in my career, I was an intern for Nate Holden and I had an opportunity to be immersed in, at that time, empowerment zones. And, you know, they're called hub zones now, right? And the development of businesses um, and their recovery from at that time, the riots was, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the disaster in that era. And so applying that to what I'm doing now in my candidacy, I um, am so fortunate to be able to represent um, my community in city council and for what I've built here. So coming here as a single mom 12 years ago with three girls in tow, uh, started my company to support them um, in this new life that we were building here. And then it grew because small businesses, there's fertile soil here in Santa Clarita for small businesses. And there's some areas that you can say are the um, absolutes, but HR translates everywhere. And so I have industries from medical to construction to um, service industries, even salons. And all of those things transfer. And this is the reason why Six Degrees grew to where it did. But now it has become that essential industry for companies. And to your point, Crystal, a lot of companies use me as a third party uh, to investigate issues because they're too close and mm-hmm. you can't see the forest through the trees. So you have a neutral specialist that comes in, doesn't know the people of the politics. And I'm, I'm, I'm applying best practices to resolving and mediating issues between an employee and an employer. So HR has expanded so many uh, different directions because of not just the crisis, but we're living in a state that is really um, weighted in the favor of an employee. So a neutral party serves everybody. So I'm so excited to share that part of uh, how Six Degrees grew. And you guys are vital right now with the great resignation. You know, I think employers believe that it's about money. That is not what this is about. It's about that work culture. It's about the toxic environments that employees are. Respect and care. Care. That's all they're concerned about. Money is important. But how you, how I feel and fit in your place of business is more important to me because I'm spending so many hours with you. Absolutely. So so I shouldn't have to go to a job and hate it from the moment I sit there and just wait to Friday till I get my paycheck. And that's the only thing I'm living for. (laughs) Or, Or even heading into the job and feeling that anxiety. And so my thesis title was, um, retention of employees in a multifaceted company from the top down. Why do people leave companies? And it was never about the money. In my survey, most people left because of the way they were treated. And so understanding that as a practitioner later when I became licensed and I expanded my knowledge into 
not just how to practice in California, but I'm actually certified nationally, it really um, expanded um, the brand in being able to be an industry leader on uh, diversity and equity in, uh, in the workplace, sexual harassment, hostile work environment, mitigating those issues way before they right, become pervasive. And so you're right, the human part is first in HR. And if people consider that when they are opening their company, one employee requires you to comply with all of the workers' comp, right? And the payroll, everything that they touch, you have a responsibility and you're more than likely regulated by somebody. So yeah, how so long that's ago, my specialty. How long ago have you done your thesis, um, Selena? 2004, actually. And so, so I've been a practitioner for over 16 years. So you know you can republish that, right? Because yes. what, what what you're talking about is exactly what's going on right now. So that yes. was, I remember when I wrote my thesis, you know, I thought oh, it was just a document I'm going to write and you know get a Put get a on mark the shelf. From my, yeah, yeah from my professor. But then as you go along in the industry, you see where it's becoming more and more relevant. So I can just imagine with yours yes. how relevant it is. It I would encourage you to publish it. Well, and if you look at life's issues, life's issues are cyclical, right? Yeah. 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 The, the issues regarding um, social justice yes. are, are equally applicable now in my kids' generation. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. I would use that same analogy. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. and, and especially when you look, this is what, uh, 4 million people just walked off jobs. That's mm -hmm. significant, right? Yes. I, I remember right. when I was... Um, um, a job that I had prior to my uh, exodus into entrepreneurship like Michelle, sure. but I kind of knew that that's what I wanted. I kind of, it was a plan for me. Right. Yeah, and sure. my plan was uh, to stay there for a certain period of time. And then I was going to leave. But as the time uh, progressed, you know, the work environment became kind of toxic. And I used to yes. pray all the way to work. And I'd have to pray all the way home that I'd get back mm -hmm. there the next day. And I told my mom when it was time for me to leave. And she was like, why are you leaving? I said, because one, I decided I'm not a good employee. Yeah. <laughs> and two, why am I working somewhere where I absolutely, I'm miserable. I should not be miserable going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so that is so important. I think she froze. Let's see. Um, up. She's popping out. Let's see if she's going to come back. I think you lost Selena there. Yeah. I think no, I'm here. Oh, there, there she is. is. Okay. okay. Um, Sorry about that. No, no I problems. agree with you that having that sense of misery going into the job, you're not efficient and effective during the job, and then you're decompressing on the way home. So to your point earlier, many people used COVID as that opportunity to make those dreams happen that they had tabled, uh, reinvent themselves. Um, for some, they were forced to because their industries were so impacted that it would be, you know, think about the restaurant industry. I know a lot of salon uh, workers had to work underground because of the compliance related to just being in close contact with someone. So people use this time to reinvent themselves and, and, and find their happiness and find their purpose. And, as we spoke to earlier, Crystal, 
the evolution of me becoming a candidate for public office was because of the crisis uh, that happened to the small business um, community. And um, it was a natural evolution, even for an established business owner like myself to lend my knowledge of and voice and advocacy to uh, my candidacy because my small businesses were actually endorsing me to do so, so that they had an advocate that could um, really speak to the nuances of this crisis for them. And then the other layers came forward from being um, someone that had evolved and developed and can reflect what's possible here. And so it's been a blessing to be able to share my story in my candidacy and still build my practice and support my, my clients. See, you make the, you made an amazing transition to my next question that I was going to ask. So you're reading my mind here. I was going to say, I see Crystal, my co-host, as a phenomenal woman. So too do I see Michelle and many others like, mm -hmm. like them. I also see you as a phenomenal woman. And I wanted to see how does that phenomenal woman translate into this office that you're running for now and how do you see the community supporting you with that office so maybe you can tell us a little bit about like you just oh, mentioned sure. the purpose the reason why you got into it and the office itself and truly it was an evolution much like many people had except my evolution went into public service so just as a as a, a history I was a social worker prior to going into the business sector. So the people part was and service part. And I did this for eight years prior to um, transitioning into human resources because I was better suited uh, in that arena. It was difficult to to bring kids forward and, 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 and be a new mom working with the toughest elements of society as a social worker. So I had to translate into another industry that could still allow me to be of service, still allow me to be connected to people and serving people, but not having it steal my soul at the same time. And there are people that are suited for that and can, and, and this is the, the blessing that we have with people that can be first responders and social workers and doctors. But I knew and well enough of myself that I needed to evolve into a different industry to serve. And so it's the same here. I've evolved as someone that has served small businesses um, and serve the community and those um, things aligning with not just where I'm at in my life. My kids are young adults now headed into college. I have a 21, 18 and 16 year old. So the timing of their needs being met is affording me to, to extend myself back into public service in this way, but using that service experience as a social worker and someone from the business sector. And then of course, the evolution of me as an individual collides with the opportunity for this community, which is much more diverse, diverse than when I came here 12 years ago. Um, all of those things collide. So the intersection of Santa Clarita and what's happening and the diversity growth and Selena Thomas is like this. And so oh. it really is like that sweet spot that Mich Michelle spoke to and like, you find your purpose and you have your you have an energy now that is infectious so just just so that our our audience or viewers can understand and be clear about 
what you represent, the office you're going after is city council in, in, in the city of San, Santa Clarita, right? Yes. City council. And I'm the first woman of color to um, be, yes. That's the kind of thing I <laughs> want to hear right there. Yes. That is awesome. With three and daughters I, that are obviously watching, right? And obviously, um, I have to model if I'm saying that our culture of our family is to serve. So I'm a daughter of a veteran. Um, my mother is Filipino. My father's African-American. My father met my mom in the Philippines and married her there. And he was, I'm born because he was of service. And so this is who our family is. And so that legacy is, you spoke to Michelle and all of us in our own way is part of who our family is. And so developing and modeling that is, is an absolute. I, I, I owe that uh, to the shoulders that I'm standing on to do it in a time that it serves not just the previous generations and honoring who they've been, but the future. I, I think that's so admirable, um, mainly because we need new blood in public office today. And not too many people are willing to step up to want to do that because you know it's a it's a journey uh, that you are you know that you're embarking on uh, to make change. And because anytime you want to go into public office, you obviously want to equate change. I know Gilbert is always saying, you know, Crystal, you should run for office. No, that's not my area. Is here where I am right now. I felt that I could. My voice was better sure. met in a in a media type environment and in what I do with my workshops and classes. Advocacy. Advocacy Absolutely. is what I do and support, but I yeah. do take my hat off and whatever we can do to support you in this endeavor. First, being Thank the you. first black woman to to become city council in in a, in a predominantly Caucasian environment uh, is awesome. First of all, and um, and your mission and your purpose, and I just like your spirit, and I know you will make some things happen, and right. especially for the small business community, they need so much. <laughs> they need so much and we found that we out going and it's going to be a long time even without the crisis they need so much right the unique um components of being a small business and and really for some and most of my clients it's a family-owned business so their existence relies on the small business prospering and, and and evolving into generational opportunities but to your question um gilbert about how i'm being received i have been so honored to be embraced, embraced um, by um, the, the diversity of our community. And it was because of the, the bricks laid in the business community. People watched me raise my kids here as a single mom. They saw me at softball games, volleyball games. So there was that credibility that I had earned to represent what's possible here. And so that has been really, um, uh, beautiful in this cycle because we're in person now. So my campaign events are packed and, and the room is diverse and there's an energy about this campaign uh, that has um, brought the community together. And that's part of one of my priorities is civic engagement. People are paying attention to the race because it, 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 to Michelle's point, an innovative candidate came forward, but really I'm a constituent first and I represent what's possible here. And I think that's why people have embraced me in that way. And I'm so grateful for that. 
Well, I love your cool and calm demeanor. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's like when she speaks, Crystal. She just is Michelle, calm. Yeah, you just want to hear more and more. You can't wait to hear the next word of what uh -huh. she's going to say because it's so formulated and well put together. Now, in Jamaica, we have a oh, saying that, you know, someone who speaks like that, you know, speak quietly, but carry a big stick. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be aggressive, but it just means that, hey. I might not use it, but. You know yeah, I have it. Exactly. <laughs> You're you using when you have right. to. Yes. Right. <laughs> now, Michelle, done. and that's there have been many you developed many that other, as a mom, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be quiet, but carry a big stick. Michelle, yeah. in the Black Women's Network, there are quite a few women politicians that were involved. Isn't um Yvonne Bratworth Burt? Wasn't she involved with the Black Women's Network? A long time ago, yes, yes, we have had. Uh, when I was an pops. intern for Nate, I had the honor to meet her. Yeah, at that time she was serving. Yes, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So yeah. this after this this interview you're having with us, you know, gracing us with your yes. special and important time. After this, you have a press conference, right? Is it a press conference that you have? I actually have a Chamber of Commerce installation gala. Our, I'm very involved in our Chamber of Commerce. And I've, um, along with Nayel, who is a dear friend of ours, um, we have, as Black business owners, um, begun to be able to accelerate our presence because of our engagement with the uh, Chamber of Commerce. And we've been embraced. And um, so there's a, in first in-person installation gala that's happened it's not you know it's been canceled the last two years so that is, i'm switching out of this dress into the ball in the ball gown cinderella tonight i love <laughs> it cinderella and i get to wake up and 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 be excited about the opportunity to not just campaign all through the weekend because any opportunity um, to, to meet someone in this grocery store and talk about the campaign. So I don't have to have a real uh, specific um, uh, structured event to talk about the campaign and talk about the movement in the community um, for uh, new and fresh ideas and perspectives that maybe people had not thought of, um, but also that the diversity that's here now is, is bringing forward. And it's almost, um, they're coming and they're like, who is 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 the movers in this community? Who's the support? Who's the leadership? And as a business owner for as long as Michelle has been, you become, in to some degree, leadership by yes. default, by mm -hmm. by your success, by your ability to create jobs, by your ability to sustain and maintain for as long as you have. And so those things are coming forward. I'm celebrating my eighth year, gone from Starbucks to a two-story billboard here in town. There's two stories of Selena if you come here on railroad. And then <laughs> the franchising, trademarking this year became an MBE. It's a constant of evolution that, that lends that credibility to my candidacy, but also by default, you become a business leader. People come to us to say, how did you get past that five-year mark where things typically fold and then how did you do it in a crisis? And how can you um, share that information with people that are wanting to go from 
sole proprietor to corporation to franchise. So the, it's so exciting to be able to see everyone tonight. And it's been two years. I've been in a box like this for two years. <laughs> so when people meet me, they're like, I had no idea you were so tall. Like, You're so short in the box. I'm like, yes, <laughs> right, exactly. So that's been really fun to, to be able to connect with people in person. And like Michelle, touch on them. <laughs> I love that part. I love people. Well, yeah. Michelle, I think you guys should have Selena over at the the Black Business Net, Black Women's Network. Oh and yes, I yes. Love think so too. I will get her information. It will be a great uh, benefit Absolutely. to the organization. Yeah, I think so. And Thank I'm going to so invite much. you to, and I'm going to have. Um, my uh, co-host that uh, I do the community briefing and the community briefing is a platform that is predominantly for Southern California. Um, and we've had folks, speakers from all across the country, actually, but talking about small business. And so I'd love to have you come on next. Uh, I'll have Stephen Turner reach out to you and so that he can schedule, oh, put you that. on the Thank calendar. Because so however we can help you in, in, in yeah. you know, getting you that exposure. Share and, the journey, share the story, yeah. share the campaign information, share that, that we are, even in 2022, to be the first is still... Hmm. Right. It's, My dad was yeah. the first principal, first superintendent, but that was in the eighties. We're 2022. We should yeah. have no more firsts. Yeah. Right? right. It should yeah. not even be a, a metric that people focus on yeah. in a campaign. And so let's just check that box, not because of that, but because I'm a qualified candidate that happens to be that. But now we're no longer going to have the conversation that it would be the first one. And so when my daughter, who's 16 now, wants to run, it's about the merit of her ability as a candidate. Mm -hmm. So I, I your so. your election to the city council office is going to be in November. What are some of the pain Midterms. points? Yes. Yeah. What mm -hmm. are some of the pain points that your constituents are are voicing to you? You know, what are some of the challenges? Yes. Definitely, the small business recovery. I think if you look at my uh, campaign information, that's priority one, um, because that's, we were hit the hardest and we're going to be the, the longest to recover, right? And we talked about the PPPs earlier. We talked about some of the infrastructure that big businesses had that could help sustain them. So that's priority. Other pains are that, that there's not the representation that is reflective in the community that people are wanting to see um, so that they can become engaged and that they can be part of and feel part of a community that they're spending, you know, the median income here is 150,000. The, the average price of a home is 750 plus. Hmm. And so the housing issues are also part of the pains that people are, um, and this is nationally, right? But California seems to be amplified in compared to the national um, mm -hmm. crisis, but uh, ability to afford homes and live in a community. I know people that live here and they work three jobs elsewhere to live here. Mm -hmm. And so that crisis has been a big part of um, what I'm hearing um, on the campaign trail. And then of course, getting our kids um, back into school without the barriers and, and the mandates and helping them um, recover from being shuttered. I have two student athletes that, that um, from from 100 to I'm zoomed and I can't even do my sport 
And so just working through those mental health issues that, that has been impactful to um, our young people of, of being shuttered. And so there's that. And then of course, um, how do we bring jobs here and how can we create an environment that people can see is um, ideal for living and doing business. So it's not just a small business community I'm advocate for. I'm an advocate to bring big business here so people can live and work here um, without the super commuter. So I see the city of Santa Clarita posting a lot of procurement opportunities because they send some my way too, I guess because I registered in their database a long time ago. So I see them putting out a lot of procurement opportunities. How are the minority and women businesses in the area faring with regard to that? Are they getting some of those opportunities or are they just- Such a good question. Well, what part of our advocacy at the Chamber, at the Business Alliance, at COC, is to first educate our minority business owners to operate with infrastructure because you cannot become an MBE, right, to gain that procurement without it. And so we're really starting from, from that place and helping them understand the value. And there were a lot of Black business owners that could not obtain the PPP because they didn't right. have the business banking accounts. They, did, right. they weren't bankable. They were doing things hand to mouth. And so really starting from the beginning and helping them understand the need to have that infrastructure, that's the, the antithesis of my company is infrastructure. So we have to start there in order for them to become MBEs and educating them that we're leaving money on the table. Mm-hmm. I do workplace investigations for municipalities because I'm an MBE. So mm-hmm. I have another field, a stream of income that comes into Six Degrees HR separate from my book of business of my day-to-day, mm-hmm. right, clients. But this is when Long Beach calls and says, we need sexual harassment uh, and hostile work environment. It has to be, you know, they have that allocated amount of money that they have to use an MBE for it. Yeah. So educating them that this is another field stream of income that they can tap into and have build their practice or their service industry, whatever their scope is. Um, so the Business Alliance at COC has made a commitment to Black business owners starting in February of this year in honor of Black History Month to um, amplify and extend programming to educate um, Black business owners about those details and nuances so that they can begin to tap into those funds. And so right now, Niel and I, uh, as we know it at this point, are the only two MBEs in Santa Clarita. And so we don't want to be sole survivors. We don't want to be the only ones that prosper. And so this is why we, um, any opportunity to speak separate from the campaign, I speak to Black business owners about that. So just so you know, Councilwoman, Crystal and I can help you out with that too. That's what we do. We help small yes. business, and we small share minority women-owned business, and we can be there to to help. So let I just want to let you know you got help over Thank here you. from us. Okay? And I, and and we yeah. all need those extra tools and and resources, right? And our, as as seasoned as we are and experienced as we are in our industries, we can always use and learn more. And we can always gain more information that will help not just expand our businesses, but and help level up other people. So the the the, the um, coin, the frames that we're using for um, black 
business owners that are here and specifically women is the level up club. We're leveling each other up. We're embracing each other. I love that name. Professor Niall came up with it, but it really does allow similar to what you guys have accomplished there um, for one, them to come out, right? And join, but also to share and level each other up. And we don't want to be the only ones that made it. We don't want to be the only ones that can speak to success. And you have to make a reach back down and pull back up. And that's what has been missing. I mean, I'm the co-director of Recycling Back Dollars. And that's what we talk about. Reaching down, supporting each other, no matter where we are, making sure that we're uplifting everyone. And as you say, leveling everyone up. So because when one succeeds, we all succeed. Right. All of us. All of us. All of us. So it's imperative in this day and age that we're living in that we as black people start to embrace each other, love each other and want everyone to be successful. That's why we have women's groups and and business and women seem to do it extremely well. Right. You are everyone's a sister. And if I'm here, I need you to be up here with me. Right. You notice I call you you council woman because I know you're going to win. Okay. (laughs) You're going to get all the support from all of us and you will win. And we are going to be there for you. Now, I don't know if we had told you a little bit about Crystal's background, Superwoman Crystal, my <laughs> super consultant. I read it. But she it, does accounting, it. bookkeeping. Yes. She does forensics on those books. So in the pandemic, when many of the small businesses, they couldn't cut it with a PPP, their idle or, or their grants. Yeah. She was there mm-hmm. helping them with the books and helping them, you know, get the balance sheet, the profit and loss together. So Absolutely. we yes. could bring that flavor. All yes. of the supporting documentation. Oh, yeah. I love what Michelle said earlier. I literally keep a digital file of my PLs, my latest tax returns, mm-hmm. everything in one file because any grant that I apply for, they're going to ask for it. Any mm-hmm. certification that yeah. I'm applying for, they're going to ask for it. So mm-hmm. it's the sixth degree, like the latest and greatest. And if I'm, I'm past a quarter, I'm calling my accountant, like, I need the latest PL, I need the, the general ledger. Because I know that someone is going to want the latest information. And I just got an idea while you're talking. I just got an idea. Your HR company is called Six Degrees, right? You can okay. call this. You can call the support services that we're providing you using Small Biz Pro and everything. Six degree of documentation. How about that? How about that? We're all connected, and so is that paperwork. I <laughs> love that. That's a global concept. My area, global concept. It's a global. And one of the things you know, we always talk about financial literacy from a personal level, but in my business, um, it's, it's also financial literacy from a business level uh, yes. space as well. Yes. So that's really what I focus on is understanding yes. how money works, mm-hmm. right? Understanding so how I was listening to Warren Buffett the other day and they were saying, how do you make a million dollars? And he was explaining his life. And it's really about understanding how money works that's all there was no magical formula that he became wealthy he just understood how money works yeah and i love that you shared that story especially about warren buff i am a single mom i bought a property here a year and a half ago at the height of COVID, as a self-employed person right um high sevens and 
when you have full docs, right? That's your personal and your business docs. Mm -hmm. So five years of tax returns are required, five years of individual personal tax returns. So it isn't just about the score. I told the girls, there's so much more to yeah. qualifying and getting to the finish line, right? Because mm -hmm. the underwriter mm -hmm. is God. He's going to ask you for oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, he stopped short of asking me for my seventh grade report card. I was looking for it, though. <laughs> but he asked for everything. <laughs> I was like, I need to find my seventh grade report card. This guy's gonna ask but the point was, was that I had it. Yeah. And I had it, and I knew to have it five years before. Yeah. Right? And I knew that it would serve me and no one knew where the market would be when it was time to buy. No one knew that the had and people were bidding $50,000 over and above cash. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yes. what does that mean for someone who's purchasing on a loan? Everything has to T's cross eyes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, the escrow officer that came to my home to fill out the documents, and I asked her to say this in front of my daughters. She said, I followed your file for 47 days. Wow. And why is because first, I very rarely as an escrow officer, 25 years here, have done a loan for an individual, let alone a woman, let alone an African-American woman. Wow. I had to meet you. Wow. I had to meet you. They're actually admitting that. Wow. She acknowledged that because she understood and knew what it would take because she's watched these processes in the middle of escrow fall apart. Wow. So for an African-American woman, this is when the EEO information starts to come in, right? Yeah. That's when she saw I was an African-American woman. She wow. says, I want this file. I need to meet this woman. I've Amazing. been here for 25 years. I needed to know. And then, of course, I talked about the campaign. And, like, yeah, you, know, need, you need her to support that campaign. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but. It, was, it was powerful to see that someone who's been in this industry, right? That's yeah. going to make the deal close. Yes. Could see me in paperwork. Yes. Right. I was bankable. Amazing. You know, so that's a great story. story you just told I share right there. With people. That's a great story you told because a lot of a lot of us as entrepreneurs and small businesses, we don't think that our paperwork speaks on behalf of us. We don't think that, volume. but it does. It speaks yeah. volumes. Yes. The bankable point that you made earlier, Crystal, was so important because closing it, right? Okay, I'll lock that up. Now it's time to buy a building. Now it's time to franchise. I trademarked right after that, right? Now we get to the next goal. But the credibility of being a homeowner in this community was certainly a subject matter brought up in the campaign. It oh, was, I'm sure. Are you a homeowner here? Yeah. Because they're going to want to come for you. No matter the color, it's this yeah. is in their in their yeah. mind fair game. Yeah. So right. I absolutely had to check that box. Right. Not only am I a homeowner, I'm a business owner. I save right. jobs. I've raised kids here. Right. I'm rooted in this right. community. Right. You're, you're a stakeholder. In the results. You're a stakeholder in that community, uh -huh. and that's why it's so important yes. that when we are that's stakeholders, right. we understand how much power that brings yes. to your voice. You now can yeah. use that voice because you represent the whole of the community and they're not seeing you as a transit in that community. Um, and so I'm that's not a carpet bagger. I'm, I'm right. invested. If I, if you're a woman and you said you raised your kids here, right. And now they're positioned because of your sacrifice to live here. That's yeah. credibility. Right. Yeah. So 
everything else gets to fall away, right? Mm -hmm. the, the optics, the obvious or what they think is obvious, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to be able to get out, connect, communicate that, share the story. Um, and I'm very transparent about who I am. You just have to follow my social media and you kind of get a, a clear picture of what and who is important to me. But it is important that when I'm speaking to someone that's not from here, what the landscape is like and why we have to do it differently than someone maybe in an area where we've already checked that box and have someone that looks like us at the table. Councilwoman, so, the, the more you speak is the more I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> and I can just imagine your constituents doing the same, you know? So we know that you're going to get to where you're going because you've got a mission, you've got a vision, and you've got that and focus. You see that pain point and you're going to solve it. So we're excited. <laughs> so are there any Thank other, so once, once you uh, win this election, are there any other uh, visions out there that's bigger than the councilwoman? Aspirations. Aspirations. So everything is always tied to my kids and their needs. <laughs> They're headed into college, right? But, you know, serving my community right now, especially with this small business crisis and being able to, like we talked about before, build the credibility if, if there is a larger aspiration that comes from this, I want to be able to have had credibility at that seat first and say, now this is what I did when I served at the city. And so I, I try to like crawl before I walk kind okay, of thing, good. right? And so that was important for me to build my credibility first to be able to count, become councilwoman because of what I've accomplished here as an individual. And then if anything else presents itself, and it always does, right? That's just the universe. So we'll Crystal, see. So Crystal, I, you, I never say never. All right. You know what I'm hearing here, Crystal? What? I'm hearing a book from her <laughs> on how to become a council person or, <laughs> or, or a congress person. Because what you're saying is so crucial. A lot of politicians, they don't think about that. But you got to build that foundation. You got to build that infrastructure. You got to do things the way you're doing, building do your credibility work. and everything. And, and, you know, you have this, to uh, this past election that we had, you know, we have now five women supervisors across the country with um, yeah. Holly Mitchell. Uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. we have our first uh, vice president as a woman. Is there so many firsts that I just saw Catherine Barger, our supervisor that represents us at a groundbreaking on Monday for the first homeless shelter in our community. We've been in existence since December 15th. 1988, six months before I graduated high school, and we just broke ground on our first homeless shelter. So the evolution about the type of candidate isn't the only thing that is evolving here, that we're growing into a community that is, is more accepting and, and helpful to our fellow neighbor. And so I got to see her and chat for a moment, but that was a huge milestone for us to be able to even be a groundbreaking for that. So we're making a lot and of inroads here. That's that's fantastic. I, I um I belong to a ski club called Four Seasons West, and our president for a number of years. I think she was president for over twenty years. Jerry Boyles. Uh, she's from uh, Santa Clarita, uh, and probably at the sure. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably <laughs> one mini. I mean, she might at that time, yes. but she was there. I think in. I started right. skiing in 19, 
90 in the 90s and she was the president for the ski club to 2004 uh she lives in and she still lives in santa clarita but i think at yeah. that time it was she was one maybe one or two far and few between <laughs> yeah when i came 12 years ago if i went into a store and saw someone else i was like hi hi okay like say hi <laughs> right now it is much more commonplace um my kids are still the only ones on their team that look like them they're mm -hmm. elite athletes here and in, in 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 travel and in their high schools, but it's growing. And so it is important that when you come to a new community that you see someone, you look for your tribe when you go somewhere new, right? Oh yeah. You look oh, for yeah. who who looks like you and, and representation is important. So right, when I lived in the Valley, um, yeah, I was always looking mm -hmm. for, oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it was, where's the hair salon? And I have to, it's true. I just found a hairdresser here after 12 years. Wow. The other, the uh, outside of that, I was on my own. And then I have a braider that drives from Lancaster to do my daughter's hair. So mm -hmm. it's that, that self-care part. I'm just now getting back into, I have a salon appointment. I, I get, you know, I get touched on. And that's, that, that for us, that was so important that that, that that happened and it just happened for me in my 12th year living here. Yeah, Michelle, I Michelle, you need to set up a facility there <laughs> in Santa Clarita. Yeah. When I was yeah. in the valley, you need to expand I, out. Yes. When I was in the valley, I had to come back over the hill. It was there was nothing. Nothing. I have friends that live in the valley. Right. Nothing. We have to travel for the things that are specific yeah. to us. We have yeah. to do the things that are important to us in a different way. But I think when people hear that that is is not much different than who they are, then they embrace you. So I'm Filipino and black. There's a, a strong Filipino community here yeah. that has embraced me and has, has amplified my campaign. And we have a, um, a seafood supermarket that's about to open up here. I'll be at the groundbreaking. Shaq's opening a restaurant here. I'll be at the ribbon cutting. So there's so much representation of, of, of the um, growth in business that's happening too. Well, fantastic. You two ladies are absolutely wonderful. We could be on here forever, but I guess we have to come to Thank a close. You. But <laughs> you guys are awesome, Michelle. Definitely, I will send you over Selena's information. Uh, I think she would be awesome to speak with the women's uh, the black um the black women's network. She, you're such an amazing person, Michelle. You're I'm just so honored Thank to you. know you as long as I've known mm -hmm. you. And Selena, I hope I can embrace you in my in my in my Absolutely. world. Um, I, think I look you're forward to that. Pretty awesome. I can introduce you, you to some more friends of ours and other women's groups that we have uh that we can definitely we were there to support you i love your energy. and i'll introduce you to the level up club here all righty we have, i'm ready <laughs> thank you again, am, gilbert for extending I, this to me i am so just so you. in awe right now of you <laughs> two women you two women are so phenomenal my co-host, you already know she's phenomenal. I put on her cape on her every day. So she's phenomenal. But you two ladies, man, what you guys are doing in the community, what you're doing for women, and what you're doing for economic development is so phenomenal. So both of you. Yeah, and <laughs> legacy, exactly. Yes. Both of you are welcome back anytime. And I'm serious about that. We, we, we want to welcome yes, you. Yes, I'll take you up on that. As Please, do. Thank you. Please do. November 8th is midterms. Yes. Definitely okay. share the story. So, and I'll, 
I'm just sorry. so you know, this video is going to be on YouTube so every, the world can see it. And you guys can also use this video as I marketing. Share it material. on my link tree. Yes, absolutely. Use it as marketing material. So I will we're send excited. it over to both of you, uh, as well as we are we um we're hosted on on a podcast uh, network as well. So it's iTunes and and I think ten different podcast channels. So I'll put it up tonight. And uh, so wonderful. I, I I just thank you, Michelle. <laughs> Congratulations on 40 years in business and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Selena. Thank you. Awesome. Do you want to give us some contact information so we can put it in the chat? So Uh, I I am looking forward to uh, celebrating you becoming councilwoman in Santa Clarita. Um, It's just going to happen. There would be no way they can't vote for you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> and I'll keep you posted and I'll keep posting all the events and, and, and we are growing and from a grassroots to a real positive campaign with a purpose to bring people together. So thank you guys yeah, so much. Send me what's out. You know, I'll reach back. I, I think you have my email address, but I'll, when I send this to you, yes. whatever you want me us to blast out for you, I have a pretty extensive network and would love mm-hmm. to, I love to support you as however we can. I mean, you know, Los Angeles, those of us down here are, um, we're, we're huge, right? Cause we span yes. out all over the place. I was telling my sister and I were talking the other day with a, I, I do a, a couple of youth programs in Los Angeles. I teach kids how to be entrepreneurs. I do a pro that program with the Los Angeles urban league. We do a, a biz camp every summer, but as well as on the oh, weekends, I, I work with a program called Pete Brown and we teach kids how to play tennis and the kids come from everywhere. So we have kids that are actually from uh, the Valley, uh, Santa Clarita, Calabasas, uh, Ventura. We have kids from Riverside. They come up on the weekend to play tennis with our kids. And so our arms reach far. We we reach far because for me, it's about kids and making sure it's a better place for them. So uh, I do have a network outside of the Los Angeles um, proper. And uh, it extends. Gilbert is out in the in the San Gabriel uh, area valley. Uh, so, however, we can help. You know. Well, I can't wait for you guys to meet my girls because if you are impressed with me, I'm really the black sheep of the family because <laughs> they're so phenomenal. They, uh, my daughter just received a full scholarship awards merit award, oh, even though she's top 100 in the country for softball to St. Lawrence in New York. And so Hofstra, they're all coming and calling for the academics. And so I definitely can't wait to share their story as well. And so I was just a vessel, but definitely. Oh, well, you you did well. I'm sure you did well. (laughs) And your other daughters, what what they, what two of them in college? I have a a junior in college. So she's 21. Uh, Mia is a senior at Saugus High School. And she's the one that's received uh, numerous, and she'll let us know. <laughs> she'll have a press conference about her decision. And then Morgan is six um, three. She's a volleyball player, and she's a sophomore. Oh, all A's, awesome! All of them honor students. Yeah, and congratulations! Yeah. I know you must be Thank one you. proud mama. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, so That's so my Selena, is there a phone number or an email yes. you want us to put in here so folks can yes. contact you? What's the Absolutely. phone number? So I'm going to give you the six degrees number is 661, uh-huh. the area code, uh-huh. 432-1088. Uh-huh. That's right to six degrees. Beautiful. And then the email 
is mm -hmm. six, the number six degrees HR at gmail.com. So D E G R E E S. Yes. Right? HR at, HR at gmail. At. And then, mm -hmm. and then the campaign website or the campaign email is Selena Thomas for city council at gmail.com. Awesome. Okay, beautiful. And Michelle, yeah. how about you? Okay, I'll give you my website, Michelle yes. Moore Bell, Michelle mm -hmm. Moore Bell dot mm -hmm. com. Email hello <laughs> I love at it. Michelle Moore Bell dot com. Okay, That's let beautiful. me have let, let me have it again. Let me hear it again, Michelle. Website oh. Michelle Moore Bell dot com. Mm -hmm. Email hello at michellemorebell.com. I love it. I love that. <laughs> we never thought about that, but what's such a better email than, than info? You won't forget contact. it. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So, hello it. at michellemorebell.com, right? Yes, that's I correct. Love it. Man, and you I just are... want to say one more thing real quick that I yes. think we should uh, reach out to our peers and show some sympathy, you know, even though we may be struggling or going through things, well, not struggling, but just surviving. But we yeah. just do have to yeah. reach out to our peers and, and see how they are doing. Yes. Yeah, yes. especially during this time Absolutely. because you never know what's going on. And I also want to send prayers and blessings to uh, the, the 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 men and women and children that have been displaced in the U yes. Ukraine. Yes. It's yes. just yes. just just awesome. devastating that in 2022, what we're watching, uh, we we've read and heard what took place in in the, in 1940. Uh, never thought in my lifetime. But then again, I would have never thought what I saw two years ago in my lifetime either in the white right. in in the DC. So it's just so many things going on. But mm -hmm. there's so so much pain in this world, yeah. and so sending out prayers and blessings uh, to everyone around the world, yeah. and that we are supporting them For peace. and that we that our hearts go out to them. Also, prayers and blessings to um to the loss of um. Oh, wow. I just had a brain freeze. Um, good Lord. Where'd it go? <laughs> uh, Barbara Morrison. Yes, Barbara Morrison. Yes. Uh, prayers and blessings to Barbara Morrison's family. Yes, Barbara, Morrison, Barbara Morrison died? Yeah. Yes. Thursday night. When? We lost, yeah, when? Thursday night. Thursday oh, night. my Lord. Yeah, I we lost her. So. That. Uh, that what a icon lady oh, after yeah. she had her uh, eggs amputated for diabetes. I think she came back with more vim and vigor than she had before then. Oh, and, wow. and so she she's uh, um, resting in heaven now. And so prayers and blessings to her family and her, her extended family, yes. uh, Lamert Park Village, because they are hurting. Uh, so we're sending our prayers and blessings to all. Uh, those out there. Uh, much love. Maxine, welcome to the Business Zone. We haven't seen you in a long time. Diane, uh, thank you for showing up. I know you came from Michelle, but thank you for coming. <laughs> and um, yeah, you're, you got a good support team, Miss Michelle. <laughs> wow. Beautiful lady. So we went. And Miss Selena, you go out and be Cinderella tonight and just, just kill him. 
Uh oh, did we lose her? <laughs> all righty, everyone. Well, yeah, you all have a great platform. Thank you again for allowing me to to share. Oh, Thank I've been you, wanting Michelle. here. I've been wanting. I can't even hold on. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> I have I been dying to get you here. <laughs> So uh, thank you so much, both all of you, both of you, for coming on to the show. Thank you. We are so happy to have you. Uh, you, it was a, a a light for the entire week for me, and uh, and I look forward to when we when you both will be back. Um, yes. Look forward to supporting you, Selena and Miss Michelle. You know, you're in my heart. So however we need to support you, we're here for you. So I, with you, I wanna I wanna make a shout out to. Uh, uh, one of Councilwoman's uh, friend, Councilwoman Selena Thomas's friend, yes, that is, uh, you know, is a big support for her and a client of mine as well. I, I coached yes. her in her business. Her name is Niel Cook, and she yes. is phenomenal. I'm sure she's listening to the show right now, I right? So. Frank, I'm supposed Selena. to see her later tonight. She's supposed to be <laughs> yeah. at the ball with me, so she may be getting dressed. <laughs> but yeah, um, but well, we're gonna let you go get dressed so <laughs> yeah. you can be beautiful tonight as well. But have a Thank fantastic you. time uh, tonight and enjoy Thank every you. ounce of this journey that you're on. Uh, God is blessing you. We're and, here for you. And we're, we're here, here for you. Share. I appreciate yeah. that. And all the and support. Michelle, Thank you guys so much. Let me know what else we can, what other celebrational uh, 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 things are on the agenda for the 40 years. Yes, and, Michelle. Yes. Oh, yes. yes please send that to me. Yes. <laughs> yes, will do. Definitely. And, and thank Camilla, you, guys. Blair, thank you, Diane. Thank you. Uh, with that, we're going to sign off. But before we do, everyone go over to the Business Zone on the on YouTube and hit, select um, hit the subscribe button so you will get notifications every week of another great show uh, that we have. Next week, we are honored to have Miss Karen Blackwell. She is a yeah. dynamo in the business space, procurement yeah. space, and she's going to come on and talk about her journey and sharing. Uh, uh, I, I didn't even know what I know about her now uh, <laughs> when I first met her. That is one inc just incredible. She's worked with City Hall, with the mayor and Nestle. So you guys tune back in next week uh, to have a conversation with Miss Karen Blackwell. She's an awesome businesswoman in the city of Los Angeles as well. So Can't much to respect that. to all you phenomenal women and happy, happy uh, uh, Women History Month. Uh, you guys are going to flourish. You guys are going to uh, uh, foster and grow. And uh, the business owner is here to help you guys. So just want to let you know. Thank Blessings Thank to you. Blessings. Thank you guys. Uh, Selena, can you send us a picture or post it on your Facebook how beautiful you're going to look tonight? Yes. Oh, yes, I will, yes. I will send you a picture. Yes. Yes. We want to see it. We want to see that I'll Cinderella outfit. Yeah, Ron is home now. He's getting dressed. And so we'll. We're, All we right, wait. we're gonna we let you go get, get dressed. dressed I know, as a woman, you need to have Bye, time. Selena. Nice to meet you. Bye. Nice to meet you, Michelle. Bye, bye. Thank you, Thank you. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and sign out now. But uh, Michelle, if you want to stay on, you can stay on, and we can talk some more. So we'll see you guys next week. Our, our uh, supporters and viewers, we'll see you next week on the Business Zone, three o'clock every Friday. So tune into this great station, to YouTube Live, or Facebook Live. We're out. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll. Using procurement, program, and control. As a small biz pro, I saw we grow. Using procurement, program,
Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. 